I want you to think about going on a journey. Kind of like that family that we just watched in the video. You know, many times we go on journeys. Usually every day we'll go somewhere or do something. It might be to Meyer or the grocery store or maybe we got to go to TJ Maxx or something. But, you know, we go to different places for different purposes. And sometimes these journeys that we go on are just huge, massive things like like when this couple went to China to do their adoption or when Darcy and I went to China and did our adoption. You know, you're getting ready to go somewhere and, and there's so much that's got to be done. You, you got to pack. You got to plan. You got to go to the bank and make sure that you have all the right money. And, you know, you got to make sure that someone's going to be there at your house to to take care of the animals while you're gone. And you, maybe if you're driving, you got to make sure the car is ready to go and, and all that kind of stuff. Or maybe, you you know, you got to wonder, do I do I need to buy a new bathing suit? I don't know. But there's a lot of preparation that is behind the journeys that you and I take in life. And whether they're just to the store or whether they're major journeys that we take, like a journey to adoption or maybe even the journey that we are walking in faith, you know, journey toward God. I got to admit that my journey of faith never really was at the forefront of my mind or really that important till probably about 20, 25 years ago, I started to, to sense the draw of God in my own life. And it became more and more important to me that I should find out who this God is. And, and as I journeyed toward that, as I, as I journeyed toward him, you know, I, I realized more and more of who I was before this God that I was looking for. During that time period, it was easy to get preoccupied. You know, it was easy to get discouraged, you know, because I'm imperfect and I do things the wrong way sometimes, or I misinterpret things and understand them in ways that they really weren't originally meant to be understood, you know, like that. But anyway, it was difficult on and off. You know, my, my, the beginning of my journey toward God. But what I want to do today is to consider what if what if it's not about me being on a journey, you know, toward another country to to adopt somebody or maybe it's not about me that's, you know, journeying to try and find God and, and the reality of who God is and what he's all about and, you know, what he expects and he doesn't expect and what I'm going to do and what he's going to do. I mean, maybe it's not about me looking for who God is. Maybe it's more about him looking for me. Maybe the journey that's most important is not me when in my own time frame, you know, when I'm ready to go look for God. Maybe it's maybe the journey started, you know, eons ago when you and I were before we were ever born. And the journey was that God was journeying to find his lost children. What if it was all about flipping the coin, you know, and, you know, I, 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 we're all control freaks. I'm one, too. And we like to 
we, we like to make sure we understand where we're going, what the purpose is, how we're going to get there. You know, we like to plan everything out so that it comes to fruition. But again, I want to put ourselves, myself, yourself, in a position to where it's not so much about our journey toward God. What's really, really, really important is the journey that God is taking toward each one of us. Now, if you look at the book of First John, and there's a couple of scriptures I'm going to give you today for you to write down and, and just use them during your, you know, your regular time of devotion with God. But in First John chapter 4, verse 19, it says this. It says, we love him because he first loved us. Now, let that sink in for a minute. We love God because he first loved us. You see, this scripture is all about how God pursues me. In scripture, we find a God that is bent on this quest toward redeeming the people that he has created, humankind that he brought into the world and, and encouraged to procreate, and each life that he's made is one that he knows would fail eventually and would falter and that he would need to pursue in order to bring us back into a relationship with himself. You see, again, it's not so much about my efforts toward finding God. It's about what God has done in order to find me. You know, God is on this quest, seeking each one of us. A quest that he's been on long before even the first person Adam and Eve were ever created. He knew about the fall. He knew about what he would need to do in order to redeem each one of us. And he started that journey. He started that process long before creation was ever, ever created. John chapter 4, verse 23 says this, But the time is coming, and indeed it is here now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And then it says, the Father is looking for those who will worship him in that way. You see, we're reminded again, many times in Scripture, we're reminded of how it is God that pursued us first. And without that, you and I might never have turned in our pursuit of who God is. We might never have been enticed to say, well, you know, what is it? You know, how did I get here? What's my purpose in life? And all those types of things. And is there really a God out there that loves me? And all those things. You see, if God didn't pursue us first, we might not ever have those things mulling around inside of our heart, leading us in this journey. I also want to read for you from the book of Matthew, and this one comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 13, starting with 44, verse 44. And it says this, it says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything that he owned to get enough money to buy the field. And then Jesus, he, he turns it a little bit differently for people to understand. And he says, again, 
the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant uh, on the lookout for choice pearls, something of great value. And when he discovered the pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned, everything he owned, and bought it. You see, it's about the journey that God is on toward each one of us. I want to rewrite this scripture a little bit and share with you a different perspective of it. This kingdom of heaven is like the priceless person named Joe. Or put your own name in there. Kingdom of heaven is like a priceless person named your name that God discovered in a field. And in his excitement, he hid that person again in the fallen world that we live in. He then sacrificed everything that he had in order to pay the price for this perfect person that God sought to redeem. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like when the creator of the, of the world was on the lookout for the choicest, most priceless of people. And when he discovered that person, again, put your name in it, a person of infinite value, he sacrificed everything and bought them. We read this scripture, and you and I have probably heard this scripture many, many different times. But I want to relate it to an experience that I had uh, when we adopted our daughter, Leah. I remember the day that I, that I wondered and I thought and I considered what it would be like. And I looked forward to having a daughter one day. Always did. I'm just being honest with you. You know, all my life, I mean, I've loved the idea of having children, and I love all my children dearly, but I always wanted a, a daughter, too, not just boys. And I remember thinking about what it would be like to adopt. Would there be a, a difference for that child, between that child and my other kids? Would there you know, need to be a prenup signed or something like? I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, your mind works in in mysterious ways. And I remember thinking, is there going to be a difference for her from my perspective, from me, from my eyes? And you know, I never really understood what these scriptures that I've read for you this morning really meant. Not completely, until we went through that process. And I remember the days that we, I mean, it, it looked like it was going to be so long. I mean, it, the whole process took like 14 months. And, and I remember like, man, this is taking forever. Can't we just hurry up and get this over with? You see, God looks at our relationship with him in the same way. I think there's an anxiousness that God has wanting his children to return to him and to be redeemed by him. I think God is very excited about it and very anxious that each one of us would turn back to him and be with him. I remember when we 
we went over to China and we took that long plane ride. And oh my gosh, it was craziness. It was so long. But I also remember the, the joy that was in my heart about what we were doing and the journey that we were on at that point and what, we were, what the purpose was and what was going to happen and, and all the wonder. And, and it was something that I'll never forget. I think God looks at each one of us the same way. It might be a day today where maybe, maybe we don't feel so connected with God. But I think on the other side of the coin, I think God is looking at, at us, each one of us. Even though we might not feel so connected today, I think God is excited. Just about the opportunity to reconnect with his children, to reconnect with us. I think God is is on that plane and he's saying that, you know, okay, today might be a difficult day, but but tomorrow's gonna be a different day. And tomorrow's gonna be a day that we'll both celebrate. I remember when we got Lee and and you know, all of the things that that were going on, it was kind of a whirlwind and all, and it was so exciting and, and yet difficult at the same time. And and I know that over here in the States there were so many people wondering what was going on and we would try and email once in a while and all this excitement. I I think the excitement is still there as God searches out each person in this world that he's created, even the ones that don't know him today. I think there's an excitement that God has searching for that individual. And, you know, I can, I can fast forward here 17 years, and, you know, Leah today is 17 years old, and, and I can honestly tell you that there is absolutely... I mean, I love my family with all of my heart. You guys that know me, you know that. But I can honestly tell you that there's absolutely no difference in my heart or my mind about Leah compared to my naturally born children. And that, to me, is mind-blowing. I mean, she has the same rights, the same privileges, the same opportunities, the same amount of love, uh, the same amount of everything. There's absolutely, I mean, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart, guys. There's no difference when I look at her between her and any of my other children. None. Love her. And you know what? God sees each and every one of us the same way. And that's what I want each one of you to know today. That God is on a pursuit. God is on a mission. He is on a journey to find each and every person that he's ever created and is now lost. And the reason is because he's excited about having that relationship back. He wants each one of us to turn back to him and say, I, I, you know, God, I don't, you know, I can't do anything perfectly. I don't understand you all the time. I don't agree with you all the time. I mean, all that. But God says, I am so excited that you have turned back. And we'll get through all of these things together. I mean, I don't think we'll ever fully understand God or know God or have a perfect relationship with God on this side of heaven. But the encouraging part is that he looks at me and feels the same way he does about Jesus. He feels the same way he does about me. Just like I do with my 
family, just like I do with Leah and my kids, my boys. It's the same for my grandkids. I have two grandkids that, unfortunately, I don't get to see a lot. But you know what? I love them with all my heart. And nothing will ever change that. Nothing. Nothing. You see, it's the love of God. This love that he, the first, it's what caused God to search out his lost children and to start to prepare for them before we were ever created. You know, the world is, is kind of a mess at this point, but God orchestrates everything for what? For the mission, for the journey that he's on, that you and I might know his love in a way, like he loves Jesus, his son. I want you to know that today. I want you to know that each one of you are dearly, dearly loved by God. He will never leave you. He will never abandon you. He will never forsake you. And you know what? He doesn't pay favor. He doesn't play any favorites. He doesn't. Family is family. Thanks. God bless. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to support Rosebush United Methodist Church in the ministry of Tough Questions for God, simply go to the website that's listed on your screen right now and, and simply, simply look, look for the, the online giving, giving button. button. Thanks, Thanks and God, God bless, bless and we will see you next week.